Listen up, rugby fans across North America. You are listening to the Rugby Rant podcast show with your host, Ty Braga, Scott Barrara, and Rob Hammerschmidt. We tackle the tough topics on your behalf as the fan and share all the latest news, player interviews, and more when it comes to Major League Rugby, USA Eagles, and Rugby Canada. Rugby Rant podcast show, growing rugby one fan at a time. And welcome, rugby fans. It is another episode of the Rugby Rant and another episode of our Run, Pass, or Kick Challenge. Now, we have a special guest here. I, I got to be honest. I'm excited. I'm always, always excited to have young college players on. Um, she was a high school All-American. Can't beat that. A junior All-American. Three-time collegiate national championship at Lindenwood University. Eagle number 275. And still currently playing the second row at Lindenwood. McKenna Strong, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Oh, hey, Scott, yeah, you forgot pleasure. to mention she was a three-time national champ in one season. Like, well, how mean, does that listen. happen? <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky if I won, if I was lucky if I won, you know, our conference once in four seasons, so I can't really talk. Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> Rob, I'm, I'm noticing, obviously, you're rocking Lindenwood, everything. But yeah. what, what's hit me real hard right now is where did you get that awesome uh, pill back there? Over your shoulder, the ball. Oh, the Utah Warriors ball. Oh, that ball yeah. I picked up uh, recently at uh, uh, the MLRshop.com. It's the go-to source if you want to get any of your MLR merch. Some really great stuff at uh, at the MLRshop.com. Uh, the boys at the RugbyShop.com. <laughs> shop just, MLR, Rob. Shop, shop MLR. MLR. There you go. You know they watch. They just started and launched this new platform. It's now separate. There's the RugbyShop.com and ShopMLR.com. Shop yeah, so, so we're getting so, but used to I, it I, here. We were talking before. McKenna had told us uh, about, I think, you know, a, a favorite item of clothing she has from the rugby shop. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I have these pair of shorts that I got from a coach from the rugby shop, and they're actually MLR shorts. I'm not going to tell you what team, but they're, they're some <laughs> of my Noah, favorite shorts Gold. I've Noah ever Gold, had. Wasn't it? Okay, okay, here. Run, pass, or kick. East Coast or West Coast? We're going to start off with that. Is it East Coast or West Coast? <laughs> West, West Coast. West Coast. Easy. Oh, easy. Terrible. Terrible. You just stabbed you both of us. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> Seriously. That's ridiculous. That's what, ridiculous. But what, yeah, go to like Shop them? MLR. Well, why do you like them so much? Why do I like the shorts? Yeah. I don't even know. They're just so comfortable. Like, honestly, compared to all of the other brands of shorts I have, like, adidas shorts any of them they're just they're top tier they're nice. so comfy so we yeah. like to hear from from uh mlr fans out there so <laughs> yeah buy your mlr merch <laughs> yep go to shop mlr.com and buy any type of merch they actually have new merch it just came out with a um new rooney hoodie new rooney sweatshirt they're coming out with a, um, a whole bunch of uh, guiltini stuff i heard as uh, as we were talking to to uh, Ed and Kyle from the rugby shop, and again, go to shopmlr.com for all your MLR team merch. Um, so before we get going with the questions, Rob, you want to let the viewers know if they're new how this run passer kick thing works? Yeah. So for the uninitiated, the run passer kick challenge works like this: we're going to post questions to uh, McKenna, and she has an option with each question. We'll prompt her with that option. She can run with it. She can. Uh, pass it, or she can kick the question. If she runs with it, it simply means that she's going to take that, uh, take the pill and and run straight up the gut. 
and answer the question. If she decides to pass on it, she just means she's going to give it to somebody else and not answer the question. Or she can have a little fun with us, put us on the defensive, uh, make us make a decision uh, and and kick it to one of us. And she can identify whether she's going to kick it to Scott or myself. Or if she doesn't answer, uh, then we'll assume the person that asked the question will have to answer in her stead. And she can grade us on it. She can tell us we were crap. She can tell us we were spot on. Or can she can follow up with a few little details to square everything away. But the idea is to give everybody some insight into McKenna Strong, who she is and what she's all about and where uh, how she got to where she is today. So are you ready for the run, pass, or kick challenge there? Let's go. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So um, the first question I have is is pretty simple, honestly. It was and, – and I'm really good at doing a deep dive into social media. Scott will tell you that. Some of the fans who watch will tell creeper. you that. And, yeah, I'm a total creeper. And um, maybe it was by design. I don't know. But I couldn't find a darn thing on you that, that was funny or, or hysterical. Perfect. Uh, and I love and, that. Yeah. And, and I, I thought about asking some folks, I know at LU, but I, you know, I'm like, yeah, that might be a little, don't. yeah, it might be going over, going over the edge a little bit. It would be kind of weird. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go with a simple one, run pass or kick. Is there a better name for a women's rugby player than Max Strong? Pass. <laughs> I don't like that question. <laughs> Okay. I love my name. I love my name. I'm not gonna lie, but I, everybody has a nice name. Well, yeah, but I mean, come on. If if you were gonna pick, if you're gonna pick a name, I mean, that's a built-in nickname right there. You know, I mean, Max Strong. It, it, it's 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 all about your ability. It, it gives you yeah. obviously strong being in it. I mean, being in the second row, you have to be strong, obviously, to be in the second row. And you know, giving a, giving Mac a quick nickname. I don't know. I think it's you know, I don't think you can get anything better than that that off the bat. You know what I mean? No, I really love it. I wouldn't switch it for anything. <laughs> I'm glad, I feel like I'm glad she passed. I feel she like modest. It's <laughs> yeah, you know what? She's modest. She's it's about the team, yeah, baby. Right. It's about the team. <laughs> That's right. Um. So, so the next the next question is, um, you know, you've had a career that most young rugby girls starting out could could only dream of. Let, let's be honest. I mean, with the CV I read, with you know, you being a three time champion in one season. Um, run, pass, or kick. How did uh, how did you get started playing rugby? So I'll run with this. I started playing rugby when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, actually, my first ever rugby game was at the Las Vegas Sevens tournament. First ever game. Never played in a game oh. before that. Um, and I actually started out as a back. Uh, I used to be really skinny and really small. <laughs> um, and not like the fastest, but I used to be pretty quick. Um, and I really started out because one of my best friends got me into it. Um, she just, you know, got me to start playing touch and then randomly decided, hey, like, let's just go to this state team tryout just just to do it, like no expectations or anything. And then all of a sudden I get an email saying I'm on the team um, <laughs> and hopped on a plane and went to Vegas. And yeah, that was quite an experience for it to be my first. Um, and that's really how I got started. Yeah. Well, that's not a it's not a bad way to get started playing rugby. <laughs> no, and I happened I happened to start in the first game of that tournament, which was against I think it was the All American team at the time, like the high school girls All American team. So that was crazy. It was all a world. It's win. funny. It it reminds me it reminds me of Tess Fury when we had her on, and she was like, and 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 her brother was like, yeah, the first game she ever played in, um, she was a 
a, a female on the male team and she scored three, she scored a hat trick. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, I think, I think there's just some people who are so natural to it that it's just boom, you, you, you get right into it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I played soccer for 13 years. So, and a whole bunch of other sports. So just like that natural athleticism, I guess, played a part. Yeah. That ability to see space, ability to, you know, think yeah. a couple moves ahead and see the field a little bit differently than, than most people that come into rugby for sure. Um, so you hail from Kent, Washington, which is about just two hours uh, from central Washington university, mm-hmm. another very solid rugby program in its own right. As a matter yeah. of fact, I think uh, the men's team is coming down to Lindenwood in a few weeks. So that should be interesting. Um, run past or kick. What sold you on Lindenwood university just outside of St. Louis? Um, oof. I'll run with this. So Lindenwood, I got to visit. Um, I actually visited both schools and I really just fell in love with St. Charles as a whole. Um, I fell in love with like the program, what the girls had to offer. You know, I got to know a lot of the girls on my recruitment trip. Um, obviously I'm a huge fan of the coaching staff here. Um, the facilities and overall, like they had the programming I wanted to go into and get a degree in. So everything just kind of pointed me in the direction of Lindenwood. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of traveling and getting outside of my comfort zone. So leaving mm-hmm. the state of Washington was, you know, a big thing for me too, as I just, I wanted to go out, be independent, be on my own and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, so if I can just divert real quick and ask this, so what is your major? What What is it that you want to do? So my major is kind of a mouthful. It's recreation, sport, and tourism management. And I also have a minor in coaching. So oh. what I want to do with that, I love kids. So I really want to coach kids and just be involved in fitness and working with kids. Um, hoping to do some traveling along with that. So if I could travel, um, you know, to other countries and, you know, just promote fitness and you know the sport of rugby hopefully um i'd love to do some coaching along with that so awesome well, we always like yeah. to hear at the rugby rant that somebody else is looking to grow rugby uh yeah. in the united states just like we are so it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's it's our passion and and we're glad to see it's your passion too thank you yeah i, I can see mckenna going to sunny tbilisi and you know helping the <laughs> Georgia women's, uh, team you know i mean that's oh. where i would want to go um, so the next question for, for those, for those fans that don't know, Rob comes up with a lot of these questions. And if you can't tell by the Lindenwood pennant behind him and the Lindenwood sweatshirt and the fact that every time he brings up his son, Preston at LU. And so, so I'm prefacing that question just so you know, when I say it, you come from the vaunted Lindenwood university rugby program. You have won the triple crown twice, which is uh 15 champions, uh, seventh champions and the CRCs. Um, so run pass or kick. Uh, what has been the secret to Coach Billy Nicholas's success at LU? Oh, that's a really good question. So I just think, I don't think it's any secret, really. Um, we just have a pretty it's large like amount of talent. Um, we have girls from all over and who bring a bunch of things to the table. And I think that as puzzle pieces, we just fit together really well. Um, our chemistry, I have to say, is, you know, insane. It just feels incredible on the field. Um, anytime I step onto a sevens or 15th pitch, it's just the chemistry I feel with the girls standing right next to me is, is incredible. I mean, I've played on teams where, you know, I've been skeptical on like who I can trust or like, 
are they going to make that tackle? Are they going to catch this pass kind of thing? And it's like, when I step on the field with LU, it's, it's nothing like that. I know every single person can, you know, do what they came here to do and step onto the field all the time. Um, and just the team camaraderie is, is outstanding. You know, we're just a huge family. And I think that plays a huge role and makes a big impact on the field. Yeah, I think the best coaches bring out the synergy in every team they have and to yeah. consistently bring out that synergy with every team. And also, if if, if you guys haven't seen our, our um, I think it was a rugby rant with Coach Macy. Um, he was just talking about, you know, how LU on the men's and women's side, they get the best rugby players to come there and they fight it out to see who's going to be the best. So if you have mm-hmm. the skill, you're, you're going to be at LU and you have to play your best and compete to, to get that spot. And I think that's what builds that trust because you know the person next to you or the person you're throwing the ball to fought for that spot like you did, and their backups yeah. fighting for playing time. So you know that they're mm-hmm. going to do their best to make that play. So, yeah, it definitely that's- plays a big role. You know, Billy does recruit, you know, the top players in the nation and you know worldwide as well. Um, and so everybody knows coming in, like every single year, it's not just you know. You come back and you're a veteran and you know you're going to be starting. It's nothing like that. You know you're going to be competing with everybody every single year. And I just think that brings out the best in everyone. And overall, just, you know, you see it in the end in the national championship when we come out on top. A- absolutely. And and again, to, to reiterate, it's one of those things where, you know, you know if you don't do the proper gym workout or you don't go to training or you don't do what you need to do that you're going to find yourself, you know, behind somebody uh, rather than uh, in the first 15. And and that's an important piece uh, that separates, I think, some of the, the D1 programs for sure from some of the, the, the you know, uh, latter half of the D1 to D2, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've been talking about women you know, some of the girls that you play with in women's rugby around the, uh, around the United States and how uh, many of these girls come from all different segments of the USA and foreign rugby communities. Uh, mm-hmm. the, um, the fastest growing segment of the USA rugby's membership is indeed women. Run, pass, or kick. What do we have to do to grow the women's game in the United States and take it to the next level? Um, I think I can run with this. I think you know, there's a lot of programs out there who are trying to get rugby out to the youth. Um, I've seen it back home in Washington and, you know, I hear things and see things all over social media about it, but I think just, you know, spreading the word, kind of getting it introduced to those younger ages um, and like the elementary school age. I know I didn't even know what rugby was until high school. Like I honestly didn't even know it was a sport. Um, So I think just, you know, introducing it to all youth, you know, even if it's like in PE classes, things like that can, you know, because they're introduced to basketball, soccer, all of those kind of sports. So, you know, why not add rugby into that curriculum? I think that's a huge part as well. Hey, uh, can I just ask real quick, <laughs> uh, when you were introduced to rugby, did you think that rugby was played with a piece of wood? <laughs> because if you're referring to a stick, <laughs> I've been asked that, but no, I don't think I ever, ever thought of that. He's referring to a a prior run passer kick with, um, with our buddy Shalom, uh, yeah, Sunuola. And, uh, um, Shalom was saying that he was doing a presentation at a middle school and uh, he asked, what is a rugby ball made of? And a kid could rose his hand and and, and said, it's made of wood. So, uh, (laughs) it's probably one of, yeah, one of our favorite, our favorite clips. Yeah. Uh, Without a doubt. So just prepare your answer 
next time you're yeah. going to start to instruct young kids about rugby because uh, it'll yeah. come. You'll get you, maybe you'll get asked if if a rugby ball is made of wood. So just be you prepared. know, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. I have heard you know, is that the game with the stick? You know, referring to like yeah. lacrosse or field hockey, and I'm just I just shake my head and walk away. Um, I think when I first found out about rugby, I thought it was like a version of football or like a version of flag football or something. I don't even remember what I thought it was, but I I knew it didn't have anything to do with it, sticks or wood. <laughs> so I, I like to think I was a little bit ahead there. It's still one of my favorite, one of my favorite <laughs> stories from the show. We've done almost a hundred episodes at this point. Oh God. I still laugh thinking about that. Um, so moving on to our next question um, again, LU oriented, who would have thought uh, many of our women's Eagles come from LU um, without a professional league uh, playing union for women in the United States run pass or kick is playing at a top tier college, the best pathway to become an Eagle. Honestly, I think it, I would not be where I am without playing for Lindenwood. Um, so yeah, I do think that playing at, the best colleges is going to put you in the best position to, you know, follow that pathway. Um, it's definitely not the only thing to do. I've seen girls, you know, come from high school Americans and just, you know, go straight into club. Um, if college isn't the right, you know, route for them and college isn't the right route for everybody. So I completely understand that, but getting that, you know, training from some of the best coaches at the top schools in the nation is, is only going to improve you. Um, playing, practicing every day, doing that weightlifting, um, you know, getting that proper athletic training, rehab type stuff is, is only going to put you in a better position to follow that pathway and, you know, eventually reach those goals of yours. It's funny that that's almost, uh, we had Rob um, Eremescu on from Rooney and he was saying the same thing about um, the program at Penn State, you know, being a five day a week practicing program, you know, quite like the Penn yeah. State football team geared him to roll into the MLR where they're doing it in the MLR. And it was, he felt it was a very easy transition where he saw some of the other guys who were coming straight out of college who didn't have that five-day-a-week grind to the game. And now that they're, you know, maybe they only had two or three days in, when they were doing it, now to go five days a week off the bat for only, you know, a month and a half preseason, they struggled those first couple of weeks. Eventually they called on, but he just – I see the similarities in your answer to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you – you talk about a pathway to, to being an Eagle and I'm glad that this question ended up on my end because it, it's near and dear to my heart and you'll, you'll understand why here in a moment. <laughs> oh God. God already knows what's coming. So uh, your debut as an Eagle was in Chicago against the New Zealand Ding. black ferns. That's right. Um, run pass or kick. What was it like earning your first cap against such a formidable opponent? I don't think I could have asked for a better opportunity. Um, it was absolutely incredible, despite the outcome. Um, you know, playing against you know one of the best teams in the world at the absolute top level is was just incredible. Um, I was a reserve in that game, so just being able to run out on the field, looking up, seeing my face on the Megatron, whatever it is, um, and you know just being in that stadium, I mean, that stadium was, was huge. Like yeah. I've, I've never played in a stadium like that. Um, and earning my first cap against New Zealand, I honestly left speechless. 
It, it, it was it, incredible. It don't suck, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. <laughs> That's for sure. So, continuing continuing with that match. Um, so a total of thirteen new caps made up that squad that lost to the Black Ferns, unfortunately, in a big yeah. way. Obviously, it wasn't the result anybody was looking for. Um, but as a squad, run, pass, or kick, what did you guys take away from that experience? I think that experience as a whole, sorry, I'm going to run with this, um, especially that game, you know, like you said, there were 13 brand new caps. Um, honestly, just trying to, you know, get the ball rolling. A lot of girls were, you know, it was their first time learning it, um, being introduced to the inter- international level, um, being so high, being the talent being so high, um, Everything is all about like absorbing that new knowledge, everyone being sponges and, you know, learning where do I need to go from here? Um, the steps I need to take to continue with this and, you know, work towards playing to better together as a team and coming out with a better outcome next time. I mean, I think that's the best way to, to kick off your career is to play against yeah. the best team in the, uh, in the world at that point, regardless yeah. If it's, you know, regardless of the outcome. And I mean, that's, that's a great way to kind of, you know, iron sharpens iron and that's, you know, how, how, how much sharper can you get than the black fern? So, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm jealous. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you, you did that when you were like, what, 19 or 20 years old. I was 19. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I mean that, but, but again, I think as Scott's talking about, you come away from that experience and then when you get back into the fold, go out for your next cap, you're like, well, you know, I've gone up against the best. Now it's time mm-hmm. to to refocus myself and and figure out how I can you know help the team in the best way possible yeah. as yeah. I as I look forward to you know grow, um, mm-hmm. which is really cool because it leads to the next question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, somebody that has grown with the team uh, is an individual that we've actually had on a run pass or kick interview um, back in December, I believe. Uh, the captain for the Eagles on that November day was Kate Zachary, uh, who yeah. was, again, recently put to the test in the run, pass, or kick challenge. Uh, run, pass, or kick, what leadership skills does she possess that make her suited for that role? Oh, my goodness. Kate Zachary is an incredible captain. Let me just put it that way. Um, she is so amazing to learn from. Um, obviously, her experience is you know pretty, pretty large. Um, so just learning and taking away anything, any tips and tricks that she had to give was, you know, an awesome opportunity. You know, that entire tour, I, like I said before, I really tried to be a sponge and, you know, just absorb everything that I was learning, every opportunity, um, every practice game, all of that. And especially being able to play in the pack alongside her, um, having her on my hip, uh, just being that little voice or like person, you know, just supporting um just all of that she's just a loud voice um nothing's ever negative out of her mouth you know she's just overall a great leader she's inspiring um and she just made me want to go out there and like be better on the field practice better um and yeah i mean i just have nothing but great words to say about her I mean, you could you could see it for those of you watching watching yeah. this show. You know, go watch Exeter play. Um, they they're they're showing the matches yeah. for free on on their website and on Facebook, and you could hear because you know there's no fans in the stands because they're they're still in their third lockdown, I think, in the UK. And I mean, Kate Zachary to step in, be on that team for the first time, and she 
she's not like, you know, busting people's chops, but she's taking a leadership role. And you've seen that one in her play. So she's proved it in her play and two in her communication to get the ball where it needs to be. Um, and I think that's something that every leader, great leader possesses. And that's something you can't take away from and something you're always going to see. I think the perfect way to see that is actually to watch her play uh, on Exeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So McKenna, we're going to switch gears and have a little bit of fun and give some fans out there, maybe a little bit of uh, insight as to who you are as a person. Um, and so uh, we're going to, in this next segment, do what's called the quick tap. It's basically, I'm going to give you two choices and you just tell me which you prefer here. So uh, first I want to go with morning mojo, coffee or tea? Coffee, for sure. Coffee, for sure. You know, I don't, it's funny. Drink, I don't even drink tea. There you go. It's kind of funny you say that. We have a new partner at the rugby shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, at the rugby rant. Excuse me. Um, and and that is uh, the guys at Rugby Coffee. They believe that rugby and coffee can bring people together. And I can test that this is 100% true. One of my best mates, it's a Kiwi. And we always get together for a cup of coffee and talk rugby and talk about life. And it's it's those things that I really enjoy. And so since you're a coffee drinker, uh, Mac, let me ask you this. Who's that one person that when you think about having that best, that experience that is the best cup of coffee you've ever had, talking a little little bit of rugby, who's that individual that you enjoy sharing a cup of with? You know, I'm actually, for a second, I'm going to revert back to when I went on tour, um, one of my best friends on the team, Anna Karen Pedraza, um, her and I, every single place we went, um, you know, in Chicago and then in London and then in Dublin, every single place we went, almost every single day, we went out and found a coffee shop somewhere. That was like our main goal is like every morning or ev- any break we had was just to go out and find a coffee shop, you know, try new places, especially when we were in Europe um, and trying all like the different coffees there. Like that was honestly my favorite thing to do was just to sit down with her, like any type of break we had. and then you know, just chat it up, talk about, you know, how we're doing on tour and, you know, rugby as a whole, all of the experience. So, yeah, I think that was definitely one of the highlights. That sounds awesome. It, it, yeah. Again, it, it, talking, co- uh, you know, having some coffee, talking rugby, nothing better than that. It's what I like to do, especially now that the Six Nations are on here in the morning, sit down, have my cup of joe, pet my dog and watch some great rugby. Uh, so we'll continue with the uh, with the quick tap. All right. Ready for the next one. Ladies' night chill, wine or beer? Oh, that's tough. Uh, ladies' night. Ladies' night chill. You're chilling with the gals. What do you? What do you? Okay, what do wine. you do to relax? Wine. Wine. Okay. Wine. All right. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, all right. Comfort food. I'm going to get close to home here. Ready Ooh. for this? Yeah. You're talking about the fact you like St. Charles. So here we go. Raisin Cane's chicken or Mod Pizza. I know they're right across the highway, so I know you've been there. Mod pizza. All right. And I'll tell you why. Okay. From Seattle. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Good connection. (laughs) Right on. Little taste of home. There you go. There you go. I like to hear that. All right. Date night movie. Are you going rom-com or action? Oh, action for sure. (laughs) I need to be entertained. Die Hard, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Die Hard's a Christmas movie. There you go. Just remember that. All right. You mentioned Seattle earlier, so here, earlier, so here I'm going to go. Better attraction, the St. Louis Arch or the Seattle Space Needle? Oh, the Space Needle, easily. Whoa. Whoa. Shots That's not fired. even a question. Shots fired. Whoa. 
I have to catch my breath I mean, here. You a moment. go up there and you got you know glass floors and it spins and stuff now. So I mean, <laughs> what right, do you uh, think? <laughs> point well taken. All right, last one: evening night out, jeans or a cocktail dress? Jeans. Okay. Yeah, you gotta be comfortable. You know. All right. I mean, jeans aren't even comfortable. If I'm being honest, I'd like to go with some nicer looking joggers if it's possible. <laughs> um, but I try to stay away from the cocktail dress skirt okay. possible. That's more of a rare occasion. You know, there are a lot of rugby guys out there that uh, just might hit you up very soon on like, you know, the, the dating apps. Cause you know, like rugby gal, she likes to, you know, likes to be, you know, just simple and easy going. So you're going you're gonna to win a lot of points. See, that's why I was, when you asked that wine versus beer question, I'm like, if I'm chilling, you know, if it's not just ladies and like we're watching a game or something, then beer for sure. But, you know, if it's ladies night, then, you know. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, that was a pretty good, that was pretty good quick tap, Scott. I think we got a pretty good idea what what Max Strong's all about. I'm still in shock of her disdain from the St. Louis (laughs) I mean... It was. It I wasn't don't know. even. Like, I went up in the arch and it just wasn't. Yeah. Didn't do much. No, it's like okay. it's like you know. Okay, I've been to the Empire State Building. Yeah, you know, I've been to the Empire State Building. Yeah, it's high. So it was an airplane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know. I've never done that. I think that would be kind of cool. I'm telling you, it's cool once. It's like going to Venice. You go to Venice once, and you don't need to go again. You know what I mean? But you know, I. I it was funny. Rob was talking about having a. Um, a beverage while I watch Six Nations, and you know what? Uh, you know what beverage I like, Rob? When I watch the Six Nations in the morning at nine a.m. Uh, on a Saturday, coffee. Can you guess? No, it's a delicious brew from Tighthead Brewing Company. Oh, there you go. Nice, yeah, Tighthead Brewing Company. Uh, there again, we've got another sponsor along with uh, Rugby Coffee. Tighthead Brewing is Chicago's premier location to watch rugby and enjoy the delicious malt nectar of the gods. Located in Mundelein, Illinois, and in the heart of Lake County, owner Bruce Durr and the Tight Head staff will ensure that your thirst is quenched and your eyes will see every scrum. Tight Head's tap room is a familiar as a rugby clubhouse in which friends and families can meet, socialize, and enjoy the action of every Major League Rugby Derby that will electrify the 2021 season. Join us Every weekend as we celebrate the camaraderie and the thrills of professional rugby in the United States starting on March 20th and culminating in Major League Rugby Final on August 1st. Hey, Chicago, when you want rugby, Tighthead Brewing will satiate your thirst. Tighthead Brewing, it's worth more than a try. So Definitely go hit hit, yeah, hit up some watch parties that are, that are with our yeah. boys there at the Tighthead Brewing, especially July 3rd, Rooney versus uh, New England. You know who's on that one, baby. The flapjacks? Yeah, you wish. You wish. <laughs> um, so we're getting back. It's we're back into the RPK challenge, and you know we spoke about Kate Zachary um, a little bit uh, uh, before the quick tap, and you know she's one of three players competing professionally in England, in addition to um, Gabby Cortorna and Janine Duncan. Um, run, pass, or kick? How important is it for the growth of women's rugby to have a professional league? And I actually have a, an anon question to that when you're done. Oh wow, that's pressure um i can run with that so i think it's really important i think it's you know it's just another step in the pathway um you know after college or even before that you know like i said before if you decide college isn't for you i think it's extremely important you know you see that in other countries you know 
just England, for example, you know, you have those professional sides and then you can see that those pathways ultimately lead into, you know, the English top side. Um, and so I think, you know, as the United States grows in women's rugby, I think it's vital for them to, you know, grow in a professional side for women. Um, it's only going to make everyone better being able to play, you know, against each other more often. And, you know, even just alone as those teams be able to practice more frequently, um, gain that kind of chemistry. I think it's really vital. So, so here's my follow-up question. Run past your kick. Um, a couple weeks ago, um, the premiership announced that they are increasing the salary cap for their women's sides, um, basically making it a full-time profession to be a, a women, uh, a woman rugby player in the UK um, run past your kick. Do you think that'll push somebody here in the U S to really step up the effort to create a professional league here? I definitely think it'll push people to, you know, create that. Um, hopefully in, in terms of, you know, we want to be just as good, even not, if not better, um, than what they're doing. So if they're doing that and, you know, getting those outcomes of, you know, being one of the best teams in the world, um, I think it'll only, you know, inspire, you know, USA rugby and all the organizations here in, to, you know, kind of look at them as like, Hey, maybe we should do that. And, you know, we'll start seeing those outcomes mm-hmm. show up. Absolutely. The big guy agrees. The big guy thinks that USA rugby should be scared because you already have players, top tier players going over there when it was, you know, partially full pay, you know, for versus, you know, what you could actually do professionally there. And now that they've increased uh, that salary cap and are saying, we're going to pay the players to be professionally rugby players all year round. If I was USA rugby, I'd be scared because I could see more women moving over there to play. And then now you're losing, losing the infrastructure of these women playing here on their club teams because you haven't given that, them that opportunity. Yeah. So speaking of, you know, rugby and, and your career and, and where things are at, you're a senior with one year of eligibility left, obviously this year. And I think next year because a COVID shortened season last year. Right. So, yeah. so, you know, that being said, there's obviously some sevens titles, some 15 titles to defend this season and potentially next season. So run pass or kick. What is the next step in your rugby career for Max Strong? So I, I'm honestly just taking it, you know, year by year, um, month by month, and then day by day, you know, so I like to not focus too much on the future um, and just kind of focus on, you know, the game that's ahead of me. So, you know, like that upcoming life game that we have next this upcoming Saturday. Um, I'm thinking about that before I'm even thinking about the 15th national championship. Um, and then, you know, once that 15th national championship is over, I'm thinking about that next seventh national championship. You know, I'm, that's just how I am as an athlete and as a person. Um, I don't like to stress on, you know, what's so far ahead. Obviously it's in the back of my mind, you know, I have those goals of, you know, playing, but I think overall, it's just, it's more important to me to, you know, check off all these boxes and I'll get there. You're like a Jedi master. Trust the process. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're like a Jedi master. You're like in the, you're like Zen in the moment. Just do, yeah. the, do the task at hand and the things that will come down the road will eventually come and you'll just tackle them uh, one at a time. No, That's I truly awesome. believe in, I believe in, you know, trust the process. It'll yeah. happen when it's Man. supposed to happen. And 
I know I'm going to get there because I have that confidence in myself um, and I'm going to reach those goals. And um, you know, it's a little bit of that speak it into existence, that manifestation Seriously. type of thing. But, you know, you just got to do it. Take it day by day. Her visualization process. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Her, yeah, your visualization process, way different from when I played in college. <laughs> Again, Division Four Nerf you. Um, it kind of went like this. So Friday night, do we have enough beer? Okay. Um, do we have enough beer sat? Do we have enough beer Saturday morning to set up, you know, the match we do. Okay. Um, are the lines put down? Yeah. I mean, are, are the lines kind of straight? Cause we didn't use, you know, we just kind of eyeballed it. We had a couple engineers, okay. you know, in the group, um, uh, you know, play the match and win. Obviously that was, you know, number one Saturday. Um, do we have enough beer to drink on the field afterwards? That's a check. Okay. Do we have enough beer for the social after the team, you know, leaves and showers and comes back? Yeah. And then uh, do we have enough beer for the rest of the week? It was mostly based upon our beer consumption. I, th- I think we pretty much get a, a, a pretty okay, good idea. So the difference between funding when. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, you yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we got, we would get, I think it was a hundred dollars a semester from the school as a club. And then we get $500 from Buzzards Bay Brewing Company. So guess where we spent that money? <laughs> wow. And therein, therein lies, a fans lies a difference between D1 rugby and D4, D4 Nerfew, right? <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, McKenna, we are actually at the last question. Um, you've been, you've okay. been um, kicking some butt out here. So Obviously, everybody knows Rugby World Cup 2021 is around the corner this September. Obviously, we know we want the Eagles to win. Mm-hmm. Um, besides the Eagles, run, pass, or kick, who do you think is the favorite to win the World Cup this year? The Eagles. They're, okay. She's sticking. She's sticking. <laughs> She's, She's sticking. sticking with it. Hey, she there's says, that. Hey, there's big that. guy, go screw yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have faith in the, I just have faith in my team, you know? I think I, the squad to roll out and head into that tournament is, you know, they're going to kill it. It's a, it's a tough squad. I, I mean, I know the, the people and I know what yeah, they're capable of. Yeah. The 50, 51 women, I think they named the training squad. I was, you mm-hmm. know, me and Rob were looking through them. They already have a freaking scrimmage going, I think like week two. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're like, let's start, let's get started with the scrimmage. Like not like, to run a cup, run a Bronco, and then do a full scrimmage. So it's it's good. You know. Well, and they, and they need to right because they just lost so much opportunities to play and compete at high levels uh, due to COVID. And and while it's happened to other squads too, obviously with many of the European players playing in the in the you know the uh, Europe and uh, in the Prem in Europe, um, it gives them a bit of a leg up. So you know they have to jump right into it. And they just have to test themselves early against one another so that they can be prepared to go. Uh, over to New Zealand and and fight hard for the World Cup, right? Yeah, I think you're going to see teams like the United States and like Ireland, because Ireland has had you know been in lockdown for a long time, especially with their women's rugby. Um, so I think you're going to see a lot of the women's teams that haven't played come out super hungry, and I think you're going to see a lot of upsets that that you didn't think were going to happen, and it's basically because they haven't played in a while. I mean, I think you know we saw it, yeah. um, you know, in in. Uh, in, in, in six nations, you know, you think people are coming out to play and then all of a sudden, you know, they're not as hungry England and, uh, and they get their butt whipped a couple of times. I think, I think the USA Eagles are a different story. I think these girls are frigging hungry. Um, I I'm super excited. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like yeah. giddy about it. I'm so happy. Yeah. I can't wait to watch the ladies out there this, this fall. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I can't wait to watch them. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, we, we've, we've finished our, our run pass or kick challenge here. And I mean, you pretty much ran with just about everything, which, you know, it, it's refreshing. Cause we have some guys that are like, uh, you know, they just want to kick it for fun. Generally they like to kick it to tie. Cause I don't think they think Ty's paying attention. Sometimes he's not. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you so much for coming on McKenna. Um, it was great. A lot of great insight to what it takes to be a top collegiate player a lot of great insight into you know being a leader how that's accomplished through visualization and um, we just want to give you a couple minutes to just give a couple shout outs to some people Alrighty, um gosh that's such the hardest thing to do um you know a huge shout out to you know billy nicholas and trevor Locke and my entire lu family here um the entire girls team they're my family at the end of the day um and another huge shout out to you know my roots and where I came from, Rex Norris, um, Kent Crusaders, Brad Young, all of them, um, Washington Loggers, Carly McKinnon, Lauren Barber, everybody out there. Um, and ultimately, you know, my parents, they gave birth to me. They're the reason I'm here. So, yeah. Yeah. They're probably okay too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, McKenna, again, thank you so much for being on this uh, edition of the run, run pass or kick for the rugby rant. Thank you. Um, it absolutely, it's, it's always refreshing to have younger rugby players on with the energy you, you have, um, you know, sometimes, you know, we're dealing with the MLR players and they're super professional. And I think not that you're not professional, but you just bring a, a light and an energy to this interview. That I, put on a polo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Even Rob doesn't wear a polo. So look at that. Um, Again, McKenna, thank you so much. And everybody, you can catch this uh, on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live. You can check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Also, follow us on social media, excuse me, at Rugby Rant Pod. But seriously, please rate, review, and subscribe. It gets us in the Apple um, charts. It pushes us up. It helps us get the, uh, you know, get the Rugby Rant out there. And as you know, we like to grow rugby one fan at a time. I'm the big guy, Scott Ferrara. That's Rob the Hammer Hammer Schmidt. And for Ty Braga, who couldn't be with us, thank you so much for watching. Catch you on the next one. Cheers. Well, rugby fans, that's another episode done and dusted. Make sure that you follow us on YouTube, follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages to be able to learn more about upcoming episodes. And once again, thank you for listening to the Major League Rugby Rant Podcast Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.